Welcome to Naturally Happy, the radio show and podcast. I'm Dr. Vidya Reddy. Are you ready to ignite your life? Because it's time to foster your happiness, your relationships, and your health. If you want to live with more passion, experience more freedom, and of course have so much fun, you're in the right place. So close your eyes, open your ears and your heart and join me on your journey to living happy naturally. What a pleasure and what a joy it is to be with you, working and exploring with you and loving with you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Naturally Happy. I'm Dr. Vidya Reddy. I'm so happy and so grateful that you're here every single week to learn, to grow, to make a difference in your life and in the life of others. I'm all about building a conscious community of change makers. All of you want to change your life and change the life of others and make an impact in this world. You are definitely in exactly the right place. Thank you for sharing your insights, your takeaways on Facebook and Instagram. And make sure that you've subscribed, rated, and reviewed this podcast, which would mean so, so much to me. And today's episode is going to be incredible. It's going to be super informative on a subject that you might or might not know a whole lot about. Reiki, life force energy, how to experience transformational healing. I really, really hope that this episode is useful. I hope that it's practical and applicable to each and every one of you. But just a word of caution before we begin. The information on Naturally Happy is intended for your educational purpose only, and it's not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare providers with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition and before undertaking any diet, supplement, fitness, or any other health program. So let's get started. You have arrived here for a reason. Whether you're unfamiliar with Reiki, the infinite ultimate healer, or you're looking how to do Reiki on yourself, or you're a seasoned Reiki master in need of a refresher, this episode is going to give you the foundational principles of Reiki healing. Because every healer needs some help from time to time along the path to mastery, there are just so many things to learn. This is an episode and a guide for your journey. From novice to master, we're all looking at getting better so we can experience the life-changing gifts of Reiki. And the keys to experiencing these gifts is to understanding the system. So, let's talk a little bit about the system. I'll be talking about the same system used by Reiki founder Dr. Mikeyo Yuzui. Through this system, I have not only experienced a profound improvement in my personal health and spiritual well-being, I have also witnessed remarkable changes in my patients and students over the years. You may be surprised to know that variants of this system have been used worldwide by rishis, holy men, healers for thousands of years. In fact, Jesus Christ, Krishna, and Buddha are all believed to have harnessed Reiki energy. Everything in the universe is made up of vibrational energy. It is the blueprint for reality. This system works because it improves the underlying energetic makeup of your body and thus healing the root cause of your issues. There are three things that happen when you heal with Reiki. First, 
you tap into the universal energy. Second, you guide this universal energy to improve the body's underlying energetic blueprints. Third, the body adapts the new optimized state, causing it to heal. I call it the Reiki energy expansion or optimization. This is your guide to changing your life for the better. In this episode, I'd like to teach you so you can learn the steps to Reiki healing. Just as your body is a system where all the parts work together for the whole, life force energy is also a system. Learning how all of the parts work together to heal and restore is vital to your practice, either healing of yourself or healing of others. The first step to Reiki mastery is understanding that by choosing to focus on the whole system, you invite grace into your healing process. You prevent barriers that can come from only understanding just one thing, say things like hand positions, chakra balancing, or crystal healing by itself. Here are the several steps to Reiki, life energy expansion. In fact, there are seven steps to be exact. Step number one, connect with the Reiki energy. Step two, perform an aura scan. Step three, set your healing intention. Step four, activate the Reiki symbols. Step five, guide healing energy. Step six, close your connection. Step seven, expand your energy channels. Listen carefully to this information. I'm going to give you the exact steps you can use to apply Reiki healing into your life so that you'll be able to do all of the following. Learn how to heal mental illness and experience a balanced mind. Learn how to replace stress with a peaceful sense of following your life purpose. Learn how to overcome addiction as your body no longer craves unhealthy things. Learn how to leave behind physical pain and illness and feel like yourself again. Learn how to mend broken relationships and reconnect to feelings of love, and much, much, much more. So let's begin with step number one, how to connect with Reiki energy. Life force energy is everywhere in the universe. It's the building block of reality. Mystics and holy men have known this for thousands of years. And recently, scientists have discovered the existence of universal energy field. As Reiki master healers, we tap into this infinite pool of energy and channel it to provide wondrous life-changing benefits for not only ourselves, but also others. And tapping into that universal energy is all about raising your consciousness to a higher level. It's all about turning yourself into the realities that exist beyond the physical world. The realms of thoughts, emotions, love and spirituality, and the metaphysical world. The realms where universal energy flows into your system. You see, a true Reiki master knows how to reach higher states of consciousness, so he or she can be an effective conduit for universal energy. Those who have never been able to form a strong connection with the energy may incorrectly believe they don't have the gift. This simply is not true. I've seen this hundreds of times and in every case the person is just not open to the higher levels of reality. Needless to say, being able to raise your consciousness is essential to your success as a Reiki healer. 
There are many meditations and techniques for this, but I'm going to share one of the most fundamental with you now. The Reiki Invocation Universal energy has a consciousness. With a calm and clear mind, ask it for permission to be used as a healing channel by speaking aloud or silently thinking your own personal invocation. This should be in line with your own beliefs and should focus on passing unconditional love and pure healing. Here's an example of one I personally like to use. I call upon universal energy and all those who have worked with Reiki in the past, present, and future to draw near and take part in this healing session. I ask that the power and wisdom of universal energy permits me to become a channel for its unconditional love and healing, and may its infinite wisdom go exactly where it is needed the most. May we all be empowered by your divine love and blessing. As you can see, you're asking the universal energy for its help and healing. But something deeper is going on here. By speaking this invocation, you're not focusing on yourself anymore. This isn't about the healer. You have to disassociate from your own ego to raise your consciousness so the universal energy can use you as a channel for its healing gifts. Powerful healers open their channels by using invocation to disassociate from their ego. Do you see how you're giving up any claims to power? By acknowledging that you're simply a conduit for universal energy to flow, you are letting go of your ego and aligning your beliefs with a higher truth. It's a powerful shift of focus. By letting go of the beliefs that don't align with the laws of the universe, you have opened yourself up to be a channel for universal energy, and that allows you to connect with it by visualizing energy enter your palms. The reason visualization is such a powerful way to connect with energy is because it helps you focus your will, and since universal energy exists beyond the physical level of reality, you need to use your will to work with it. While there are any number of visualizations you can use to connect with Reiki energy, I like to use one I call the infinite light visualization, and here's how to work with it. Close your eyes and take a deep breath in. As you exhale, visualize beams of bluish-white energy surrounding you, stemming like threads from the ground and up through the skies. Feel yourself bathing in the energy from this infinite field of light all around you. Inhale deeply. And as you exhale, concentrate on your palms, focusing your will on calling the energetic light around you into them. Visualize the light entering your body and flowing through it into your palms, causing them to glow with cool white energy. Feel your palms radiating this loving, healing, universal energy. The key here is not about getting all the details right, but it's about what the energy looks like. Some people can see universal energy and others cannot. For those that haven't learned how yet, 
you should visualize how you feel or sense it appears using your intuition. The key is that by visualizing the connection taking place, you're focusing your will on making that connection happen. And as with all energy work, your thoughts and willpower are what cause reality to take shape. Visualize the energy entering your palms to connect with it. In the next step we'll look at now is how to detect blocked and negative energy in the body. So let's move on to step two, perform an aura scan. This may shock you, but your body does not give off an aura. An aura is a type of universal energy that appears to surround objects and living things. However, this is just the way we perceive it. Your aura is actually in and of you, and your body is an overlay on it. In other words, you are not giving off an aura. Your aura is giving off you. Here's how that affects your health and life. Your aura puts out and absorbs information. Think of it as a part of your energy system that can both transmit and receive signals. Auras can appear to have different properties such as different colors, different shapes, different textures, sizes, and patterns. Your memories, thoughts, emotions, and experiences all exist inside your aura and affect your health. Since your body is a physical projection of your aura, your physical health is dependent on the health of your aura. For example, if you think a certain negative thought often, it will appear to show up in your aura as a dark, muddy blob, and that takes shape as a physical symptom. Remember, you are not giving off an aura. Your aura is giving off you. Pain, obesity, depression, relationship problems. These are all symptoms that manifest from your aura. By scanning your aura or someone else's aura, you can tell what needs to be done to bring it back to a healthy state, to heal the cause of your or others' symptoms. You just need to understand, number one, how to tell which areas of the aura have problems. Number two, how to sense what circumstances led to aura being the way it is. Scanning your aura is worthless if you don't understand the Reiki healing, life force energy as a system. This is why you're lost. You have no map. You have no system. We can teach you to scan auras using techniques like high sensory perception or feeling with your hands, but first you need to understand the system. The goal, no matter which symptoms you're trying to heal, is to correct the body's energy using life force energy healing system. Self-treatment or a treatment session of someone else always begins with setting your healing intention. So, step number three is to set your healing intention. In the next three sections, I'll be discussing number one, setting your healing intention. Two, activating the Reiki symbols. And number three, guide healing energy. Show you how to heal the underlying energetic problems that cause physical symptoms. Your healing intention is the end result of what you would like to experience from your healing sessions. Whether it be to mend an injury, have more positive emotional state, find balance in your life, or something else. You see, intention is simply a message. 
It's like when you send a text message to a friend. You are simply communicating something. But in this case, the message is received by the aura of the person that you are healing, whether that's yourself or somebody else. If the message is strong and clear, the aura will accept it and transform itself to match the positive message you are sending. And then the aura will project its new and improved state to the physical body. It's no wonder that in the medical community, the word intention means the healing process of a wound. Your healing intention tells the aura what form it should take because the next steps in the healing system rely on your healing intentions. Getting them right will boost the effectiveness of your healing throughout the rest of your healing session. But only a dominant healing intention will be accepted by an aura. Dominant, gracious healing intentions can cause life-changing healing benefits to blossom into reality, and you'll be relieved to hear they're all created using the same method. Visualization is the key to manifesting your desires. What would your life be like if you didn't suffer from a particular symptom? This is the question you should ask yourself and then visualize the answer. By visualizing yourself as healed, you're creating a vivid image in your mind of your healing intention. The key here is to visualize the improved state. So, for example, if you have an injured leg, you don't want to go into your healing session focusing on the injury of the leg. Instead, choose to visualize positivity, like going out dancing with your friends or significant other and your leg feeling great. Another way to do this is to visualize the injury repairing itself, the tissue being healed and the pain going away. Okay, now that you understand how to set your healing intention, let's talk about using Reiki symbols to take your healing to the next level. So step number four is to activate the Reiki symbols. Like a tuning fork, Reiki sacred symbols help you tune yourself into higher level frequencies so you can access more advanced abilities. Because they've been used for generations and generations, Reiki symbols are embedded with energy of great many healers throughout time. Choose the symbols you want to activate based on which abilities you want to desire to use. For example, the mental and emotional symbol for removing an addiction. There are a number of Reiki symbols. The first Reiki symbol is known as the power symbol, Chokurei. This is a powerful symbol used to amplify healing energy, provide spiritual protection, infuse food with energy, and empower other symbols. The second Reiki symbol is known as the mental and emotional symbol, Sei He Kei. This symbol is tuned to the ultimate energies of love and well-being and is used for calming and restoring mental and emotional states, removing addictions, and releasing negative energies. The third symbol is a distance symbol, Han Shi Zhou Shen. This is the unifying symbol of enlightenment and peace, used to send healing energy over distance and time to anyone in the past, present, or future, and to send distance attunements. The fourth is a master symbol, Deiki Mai. This is the most powerful symbol in Reiki, used by Reiki masters to heal the soul. 
heal illness and disease in the aura and create wondrous life changes. I actually have a visual representation of each of these powerful four symbols available to you on my website, naturally-happy.com podcast under the title Reiki. Remember above all, everything in the Reiki energy healing system works together to harness transformational life force energy to change your life and the lives of others for the better. No matter where you are right now, you'll be surprised at how quickly and dramatically Reiki symbols can manifest changes in you. Do you suffer from addictions to food, drugs, or alcohol? Are you in constant physical or emotional pain? Is your environment surrounded by negativity? Do you go through the day feeling drained and uninspired? All of that can change as you begin to allow the universal life force energy into your life. Be grateful. You are on the path now. If you've been feeling hopeless, feel hope now. After you activate the Reiki symbols, you can transmit healing energy into the areas in need of healing. I'll show you how to do that in the next step. Now, on to step number five, to the essentials on how to guide healing energy. You may be aware that as a healer, you can use hand positions to guide energy into the aura and the chakras to heal. Honestly, the hand positions will get you nowhere by themselves, but you can manifest dramatic healing in your life if you start by forming a strong connection with the Reiki energy, diagnosing your aura, visualizing the positive changes, and tuning into the Reiki symbols. After all, those steps lay the foundation of your healing session so that you can channel as much energy as possible and use it for the right purpose. In some cases, you may be able to achieve small amounts of healing with weak energy connection and some hand positions, but you could experience so much more if you follow through on your connection to Reiki and you can harness the full potential of it and allow it to manifest profound changes in your well-being. Again, this is how you become a true Reiki master. You can use a system which aids you in realizing your maximum potential as a healer. Once you've laid the foundation of your healing session, you can apply techniques like aura cleansing, chakra balancing, Reiki hand positions, Reiki breath, and communicating with spirit guides. These are very effective ways to guide healing energy. In step three, when you set your healing intentions, you form a message to send to the aura about the positive changes you want to make. Now is the time when you transmit that energy to the aura. You do this by guiding the universal energy using your will. I can show you how to do this through my experience and what has worked in my practice. But remember, it's only one part of a greater system. If you discovered multiple issues during the aura scan, you can go back and repeat steps three through six, which are setting your healing intention, activate the Reiki symbols, and guide healing energy until you have treated each issue separately. In the next step, step number six, you learn how to safely close your connection to Reiki. Do not end your session without doing this. Have you ever heard a Reiki healer say something 
like they absorb the negative emotions of their patient or they don't feel well after a session. This is because the negative energy you are treating can be detached from the chakras or the aura and get stuck in your system. You must release these negative energies from your body so that you can go about your day in a heightened state of energy. The best way to close your connection with the Reiki energy is to visualize it flushing out of your body through your palms and cleansing your system. This will wash away any negative energy still in your system and bring you back to a normal physical state of consciousness. Finish by washing your hands in cold and slightly salted water to purify them and remove any residual energies that are still clinging to them. This is a little trick I learned in India from one of the rishis that I was fortunate to learn from. Remember, do not attach yourself to the outcome of the healing session. Have faith that the energy has done and will continue doing what it can. If you followed your connection to the Reiki energy, then you have done your part as a conduit for healing energy. But there is one more thing you must do to thoroughly heal. This brings us to step number seven, and that is to expand your energy channels. You'll want to keep increasing your energy channeling ability between sessions so that your healing will become more effective, so that you can progress to higher levels, and so that you can perform more advanced techniques, like distance healing, for example. There are two main things you can do to expand your energy channels. The first is chi exercises. Chi is very natural, so it flows in and through people whether they are familiar with the concept or not. What needs to be trained is to experience this flow, increase it, and learn how to utilize it better. For good chi to flow, several things have to be worked on, mainly posture, your breathing, center, and extension. And there's one more ingredient important in all of the above is relaxation. Qi exercises are meditations where you practice cycling energy through your system. They open your chakra so that you can allow more Reiki energy to enter your body and be channeled for healing. They also prepare you for the second way to expand your energy channels. Another way to expand your energy channels is with attunements. Attuning is when you become in harmony or at one with something. This is the primary way to advance from one level Reiki to the next. Think of it as a radio dial. You must turn it to a certain frequency to tune into a station. Everyone has the ability to perform basic Reiki healing, but you must become attuned to higher levels of reality to perform more advanced techniques. There's a huge misconception about attunements that have been floating around in the Reiki community. I hate to say it, but the reality is some Reiki masters want you to believe you need to be tuned in person by a master. This is simply just not true. There are three ways you can choose to attune. Number one, direct attunement from a Reiki master. Number two, distant attunement from a Reiki master. And number three, self-attunement. The misconception actually goes back to the days before Dr. Yusui founded Reiki. It began as a requirement in a certain branch of Buddhism that a novice must receive an attunement from a master in order to use the special abilities. 
The reason was that the masters wanted power and to control whoever was and wasn't allowed to use their system. In reality, many people have attuned to Buddhism and Reiki on their own via distance attunements. So whatever way you choose to attune is fine and totally up to you. Reiki is a gift for everyone and you don't need anyone's permission to use it. In fact, many healers claim to have more spiritual experience when they self-attune because they connect directly to the Reiki frequency without anyone else in between. The single most important thing that you can do right now is to start practicing and getting aligned with the universal energy. You see, even though this episode gives you a fairly comprehensive outline of the practice, tips, and tools, it barely scratches the surface. For instance, we haven't even gone into the study of the chakras, the power centers of the energy system. We have barely touched on the mysteries of the Reiki symbols, which, when fully harnessed, can multiply your healing exponentially. And I've only introduced some of the most important practices for channeling energy, raising your consciousness, and opening your chakras. Thank you for listening to this episode of Naturally Happy. Make sure you share it. Share what you've learned. Share what made you grow and share what you're experimenting with. These are ideas I want you to experiment with, play with, and learn from. Remember, this is your journey. I'm just facilitating. I'm helping you grow. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for being here. I am so, so, so grateful. And thank you so much for listening through to the end of this episode. I hope that you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you've subscribed to Naturally Happy. Let me know. Post it. Tell me what difference it's making in your life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this incredibly conscious community. We're creating a purposeful, happy people. Thank you for being here. And I can't wait to share the next episode with you. In peace, love, and gratitude. Till next time.